0: This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen, it's the best.
1: Hello, and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a great guest. She's an actor, a model, a pop culture enthusiast. It's Heather Grace Hancock.
0: Oh my gosh, I loved that intro. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Yeah, I, I try to pick out my nouns and then see if the guest feels they're accurate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I loved all of those nouns, so <laughs> I appreciate true. your nounage. Thank
1: you. <laughs> Do you feel like there's anything that I left out that's important?
0: No. I, I. If anything, I always am kind of entertained to see which nouns people pick because I don't like... Tell anybody like, oh, I'm an actor and I do that. You know, I just kind of like <laughs> let people do what they think. So I like hearing what everybody does. Nice, nice. I, like that. Uh,
1: I now on your official bio on social media, I think you have influencer.
0: <laughs> oh God, yeah. how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, douchey for sure. <laughs> I mostly put it there as like a disclaimer, so that when I do do influencing stuff, that people aren't like, well, what is this about? You know, I kind of put it there as be like, you know, you might see an ad. Like, yeah. so I put it on there. So I'm trying to be as upfront as I can, and I'm very picky about. The stuff that I do that with. But yeah, I feel super douchey about it. But it's like, LA is rough, man, and acting is expensive, so fuck off. Yeah,
1: well, and I don't think you're douchey in the actual uh, influencing that you do, because I do see some influencers who's just like trying to make it like, I just woke up and I happen to be wearing these slippers. Like, no, you don't. They're, they're, and (laughs) you're always like, I'm lounging in
0: lingerie with wine. I'm
1: wearing this because somebody sent it to me. Check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I try to be super like me about it, and it's very. You know, I try to boil it down and I only do stuff that I want to do. I turn down stuff all the time, mostly because it's actually a really exorbitant amount of work. Yeah. The input to the output, much like acting, is uh, not a good balance. (laughs) So, uh, but some of it is really fun and some of them are really, you know, like I recently did this. One with like these like crystal kind of stuff, which is so my jam. So that I was actually really excited about. Crystal it stuff, like yeah, actual like,
1: crystals, like healing crystals, or
0: yeah. Like they sent me like this little evil eye necklace, and like I picked you know, I pick out what they're sending me for the most yeah. part. So it's not just like they're like, Do you like this? And I'm like, Oh my god, I love this. Look how cute I am. You know what I mean? It's like it is sincere in the way that they're like, Is this your jam? And I'm like, Yeah, this is my jam. And they're like, Why don't you pick a couple things? And I'm like, You know, I pick things that I like so I can talk about them honestly. Yeah, so yeah, so they sent me a little keychain with. Um, you know, with like a quartz crystal on it. And I love all that witchy shit. So it's like, you know, it was right up my alley. So I can talk about it genuinely. Yeah, yeah. Not Do, do you ever get like
1: feedback where they want you to talk about it in a specific way? Is that ever a challenge where they come back and say, could you not say that or anything like that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, they're typically, the way it works is that they'll, they'll typically send you a media kit that has like pointers. Or they'll be like, this is the kind of content that we like, which typically I don't like. So I kind of just do my own thing anyway. Because yeah. A lot of it is a little. I I tend to be a little more on like the edgy side, and it's a lot of fluff and meh, like cute. And I'm like, no, I, like that's not gonna. Be natural or organic on my feet anyway. So I kind of do whatever I want, but but I mean, I would never be a jerk about it. Like I've had some people be like, you know, no profanity or something, not like directed at me, but just (laughs) in general swearing. Yeah, like or I had one one media kid where I was like, you know, please no like drug paraphernalia. I was like, oh darn, (laughs) like fine, (laughs) I'll put all my a balls away. Just this one. This crystal Um. goes
1: really well with my pipe. Yeah, that's (laughs) (laughs) it. Seems odd. Yeah, yeah. For a while, when obsessed was with a podcast network, and we had like advertising opportunities yeah uh they had an agreement because there were so many comedians on the network that if you come to us they can say whatever they want and you can't say anything yeah uh and i had a clothing one for a while that it was just all of their talking points were like so almost like mid late 2000s (laughs) hipster about like how the slim jeans will be like make you alive and just like i spent all this time making, <laughs> kind of making fun of them. And then they finally had it like, well, let's send these asshole comedians some clothing.
0: And you're like, oh, I love JNCOs.
1: <laughs> but then they sent me the clothing. It was really good. And I still wear it. And now oh, I good. feel like a jerk. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I relate to everything you just said.
1: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. All right, so you have a, a wide and interesting career. Uh y- your acting career is going well. You were just on a procedural, right?
0: Uh yeah, I just did uh I just did two CBS procedurals actually. I was just recently on Criminal Minds.
1: Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. And what was the other? You were on Criminal uh, Minds twice or
0: uh, uh, well, maybe, I hope. Uh no, I just did Pink Collar Crimes also on CBS. Um where I played a detective. And in Criminal Minds, I played an undercover FBI agent. Oh, nice. So I'm oh, like, nice. I'm finally playing, like, the badass shit that I want to be playing because yeah. mostly because I'm aging, and they're like, well, okay. So, <laughs> but, I'm, but for me, I'm really excited. So, yeah, it's, yeah, last year was a really great year. You know, it's only, oh, God, it's February. I was about to yeah. be like, it's only January. <laughs> um, so we'll see. You know, so far it's been a busy year this year, too. So, but it's always a fun toss-up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just impressed when somebody says, I've been on a procedural twice, and neither of them you died.
0: Oh, oh, well, it's okay. I've died a lot. Okay. I mean, not a lot, but yeah, I've died. Like, I did Wicked City. I was on Wicked City for a while, um, and I get... Decapitated, and I got to play my own head. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah, that's. But fine. now I'm like on the other end. I'm like the detective, like finding the head. So I'm like, fuck yeah, <laughs> progress. <laughs>
1: you want to be a head finder, not a head <laughs> I loser. Be a head okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mostly just want to like kick the shit out of people. So yeah. All right. You know, soon.
1: Excellent. Uh, well, let's talk about your actual obsession, which is so great. Uh, it is chihuahuas. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, this is so great. So we know each other in real life, so I know that there are (laughs) chihuahuas in your life. Oh, Uh, So when I asked you to do it, normally I email people and say, like, here's the list. What would you like to talk about? And sometimes I kind of throw out something just in case the person's like, yeah. And I was like, you can talk about chihuahuas or whatever. And you were like, yes, (laughs) chihuahuas.
0: (laughs) I know. You were like, here's a list of all the previous things. And obviously, I'm familiar with your podcast. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they cover so much stuff. And then I scrolled down, like, three and saw that Sarah had just done spreadsheets. So I was like, fuck it. We're doing chihuahuas. So yeah. What better thing? There's no two better things than chihuahuas and spreadsheets. That's so, your That's your. So here uh, we are. Venn diagram that's as my, a person. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> nice. All Literally. Right. Well, let's get into chihuahuas then. So you, I know that you have some chihuahuas in your life right now. So let's just start with that. Tell me about your the chihuahuas in your life.
0: Oh, yes. Well, I yes. I have two little chui's. I have Ratsy <laughs> or Adelaide. I mean, she has like 40 hundred billion bajillion names. So does Baxter. But I have... Technically, I have Adelaide and Baxter. Okay, those are their um, official actual those are, those are official government ad- yeah, names. <laughs> those are the like on their social security card. <laughs> um, and but Rat, we you know we call Rat we call Adelaide typically Rat or Ratsey. Okay, um, and she is going to be turning fifteen this year. Damn, and she is killing it. Um, so she's a little brown and white one. She was on Collider a lot, so a lot of people are familiar with her. Okay, and then Baxter is a blue merle, so he's all speckly and cute and very like fancy. Um, and he is going to be turning 13 this year. Wow! So, and I've had Rat the whole time. I've had Rat since she was six weeks old. She is my baby. I am so obsessed with her. Like I can't. I mean, yeah. You know. um, and then Baxter was actually my mom's for the first ten years of his life, and then I kidnapped him and stole him because I really <laughs> wanted a second dog. Probably like most people. Like most people I know who have two dogs have two of the same dog, and I just love love little dogs especially and i love anything like rodent like to begin like i love squirrels (laughs) and possums like i just think everything little is so cute so i was like i really want another chihuahua but it's like you know I'm "Eh." and then my mom as she's gotten older has developed really really bad allergies with like pets and stuff so she was really looking into getting a uh, a hypoallergenic dog so she has like this gigantic sheepadoodle now so i was like perfect so like what if you came out here and we did like a trial run where i steal baxter because baxter and i've always like had like a special you know, because he knows. A bond. Um, a bond, yeah. Um, and me and my mom are like so, 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 so similar. So I think, too, he, it's it like was an easy transition for him. Um, so I basically kidnapped him and he did really well and really loved California. And so it was just kind of like a, so maybe he lives here now. And then it kind of worked out because he, you know, my mom was able to deal with her allergies and I got to have another dog and okay. it was like all in the family. And so now I have my two little fur balls.
1: And that was how many years ago that you, uh, that Baxter made a transition? <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I want to say, I mean, I guess it's got to be about three because it was specifically when I moved to Burbank. Okay. That move, my mom came out and helped me with the move and that's when she brought Baxter with her because um, she like flew out with Baxter and then drove back, I can't remember, but so I guess, so I guess like three years.
1: Okay. And how do Baxter and uh, rats get along?
0: I mean, not great. Okay. Like rat could rat, literally not- give two <laughs> shits about Baxter. She has... No interest in him whatsoever. He is madly in love with her, totally just wants to play with her, and and she's just like has absolutely no interest. So it's very entertaining. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, And now how did Adelaide become rat or ratsy?
0: (laughs) Um, Because I'm a mature adult, you know. I don't, I mean, I think, because she does does look like a little rat. She's brown and white. Okay. And chihuahuas look like little rats. They're little rodents. And I love rats. So it's like, it's a compliment. And I think that it just it's like one of those things you know I feel like people with dogs have so many nicknames for their dogs it just kind of develops over time and you realize that you're calling them 14 things that aren't their name (laughs) and I think rat just like really stuck I want to say like about around like 10 years ago okay it's like Adelaide or Addie especially if she's in trouble she'll get Adelaide for sure but I think around when I moved to LA it kind of became rat and then just kind of like the cute iteration of that is ratsy yeah or ratzy queen or a ratsy bean I mean there's several it's not normal like when people hear and I'll say it like seriously I'll be like rat you're not being logical and I'm like oh god I just heard what I just said like so yeah so
1: yeah that's awesome uh so th- the dog still responds to Adelaide though
0: I mean, I don't know that I would say that Rat really responds to anything. Like, she's more (laughs) just kind of, like, what? She's very sassy. I don't know where she gets it. Like, Baxter is really, really... Like, I can just snap at Baxter, and he's like, oh, sorry. And he'll come running over to me. Um, But she's never been a great, (laughs) like, come here, Rat. Like, she'll she'll just kind of give you a dirty look and be like, I'm kind of good in my bed. But she'll definitely acknowledge you to both but she won't she'll never like come to you she's not a good dog is what i'm saying okay <laughs>
1: uh, i understand that uh i i had a chihuahua growing up which is part of the reason that i was so excited uh, about this obsession uh his name was nico <gasps> oh my god well, yeah it was in you know nico was the perfect name for him, so he didn't really have nicknames we had like he
0: just stuck with nico yeah, what a it's just
1: kind of perfect for him and it's you can't put an E on it. You can't be like, Nicoe. Like,
0: little Nicky. Like, no, See, gross. I, I would call him, like, Knickknack or something. <laughs> like, I would come, like, I, trust me, I could find something.
1: <laughs> it did not flow naturally. We had a <laughs> cat that just showed up on our doorstep on 4th of July. Uh, and he was like, uh,
0: America. <laughs>
1: basically, we named the cat uh, Libby for Liberty Bell. And then we took the oh cat to God. the vet. And they're like, this is not a girl cat. And we're oh, like, no. oh, Okay. So we changed it to Uncle Sam. And they're like, this is dumb. So then we just called the cat Sam. But then he was always like, Sammy, Sammy, Sammer's cat, and all sorts of ridiculous bullshit. But then for some reason, Nico was just Nico. That's... His that name.
0: entire story is truly the best thing I've ever heard. That is hilarious. There's
1: a lot going on with it, yeah. But Nico was Nico was like my. We had a yeah. poodle when I was very young, and the poodle never liked me because uh, apparently I tried to touch its eyeballs when I was like two years <laughs> old. And it's like when <laughs> I was like, like what eight, are those? I was like, "Why does Why does Dusty not like me?" And like my mom's like, like, "Dusty's he used holding to, a grudge." He
0: used to touch his eyeballs. Like you like. tried to blind him once. and... <laughs> He's never gotten over it. That's fair. Fair enough, Dusty. <laughs> uh,
1: but Nico, uh, we got when I was like uh, 14.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's, then he was my yeah, dog. Yeah, about the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, same. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So for you, did you have other dogs before Rat? Uh, oh, yeah. Rat, or was that the beginning?
0: Well, Rat was the first dog that was like my dog. Like okay. it wasn't the family dog. But I've always grown up with a lot of dogs. We're um, a big animal family. Um, but I always grew up with big dogs. Like we had huskies, we had golden retrievers, we had German shepherds—like big, like real dogs. And I've always, ever since I was itty bitty little, like I'm anything tiny, like that, like I just anything <laughs> tiny, I just think is so cute. Like miniatures drive me crazy. I remember when I was little, my grandmother got me this, um, like little tea set where the teacups were like the size of a thimble. Like they were just this tiny, and I just—I mean, even now thinking about it, I'm like. Ah! Like, I just lose my mind. So I've just always just loved tiny, tiny things. And then we got rat right after I had turned 15. And shocker, I was kind of a handful at age 15 and I was going through some shit. And so I think my parents were kind of like, maybe we should give her like a little friend and like a little thing to kind of distract her and give her a little responsibility maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So it was all those things. Um, so... They were like, so, you know, we want to get you a dog. And I was like, fuck yeah. So they were like, what kind of dog? And I was like, I want the tiniest dog in the world because I've always loved little tiny teacup chihuahuas. And so they were like, all right. So I had just turned 15 um, when we got her and she was my dog for the first time as opposed to like the family dog. And she's always been mine. Like I never lived in a dorm when I went to college or anything. So I was never like – I feel like a lot of my friends have their dog, but then when they went off to college or they're like, yeah, but she lives with my parents now. I'm like, no, no, no. No, Like, Rat has always (laughs) been with me. Like, she's never been separate. Like, Rat and I have traveled all over. Like, Rat's gone with me to Vegas and Mexico. I mean, she's like my baby. Yeah, she's truly, like, in my purse most of the time.
1: Okay, yeah. So she has seen more of the world than a lot of humans.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, Ken's never left the country. Yeah. Like, rat has. <laughs> like, I've given her a great life. <laughs> and she just gives me dirty lugs, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> so, is she bonded to you? Does she, oh, yeah. like, you are the, the one true human, right? Oh, like-
0: absolutely, yeah. And chihuahuas are very, probably as you know, like, they tend to be kind of one-person dogs. Like, they're super protective and think that they're, you know, giant mastiffs. And yeah. She's very, like, when I'm... Like, not feeling well or if I'm upset, like, she – you can really sense her reaction immediately. Like, Like, she knows. Oh, she – yeah, she absolutely knows. I mean, we're just – I mean, we literally, like – now we're getting into, like, true crazy lady line. But, like, Rat sleeps like a human. Like, she – because (laughs) she sleeps with me. She puts her head on the pillow and, like, spoons you. Like, I think she thinks that she – yeah. So we, like, cuddle. Like, we're very bonded. She's – yeah. she's my ba- like. I've lived more of my life with Rat than without her. Like, I tell her every day, I'm like, "You're living forever," and I need you to get on board with that because <laughs> I can't afford a clone yet. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I understand that. Like, it was you know my family, but but Nico just, I think Nico and I just he knew. bonded, you know, because yeah. I it was my chore to. There was never any like, because I had an older brother right. and my whole family liked animals and we're all we all got the chihuahua, but I don't. I think it was just like out of
0: he's like i choose you
1: yeah and it was like i took him out yeah like at at night that was my chore and i think like my brother changed the litter boxes so it was like it was just (laughs) kind of like a division of labor but i don't know if it was that but he just really really uh bonded with me and i did have like the sad thing where like i by the time i left my parents house i was i like needed to go uh so he so i felt bad leaving him and i was like i don't know what's gonna happen um Mm -hmm. And at the time, I had this old car, a Ford Fairmont, and when I would come nice. to visit my parents, Nico learned the rumble <gasps> of my Ford Fairmont. <laughs> that, like, that was like, I don't know, for some reason, I think that's the most stereotypically manly I've ever felt, that like, my dog <laughs> recognizes the sound of my car. <laughs> it's just so that's dumb. Phenomenal. But there was something about it that was so nice that he oh, yeah. recognized the rumble.
0: Oh, totally. They're so smart. My, my parents live out in the middle of fucking nowhere because they like own all the land around them. So it's like there's like a neighbor, but it's like you need binoculars and you're like, oh, okay. yeah, I see a house, kind of. So they to get to their house, there's like a couple miles of dirt road to get there. And when I say dirt road, that's a very generous. It's more like, yeah. are you ready to go off-roading? Have you seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> so and it's so funny because if I drive to Prescott, which I typically do because I'm not a great flyer, um, like w- once we get on the dirt road, they're both, of course, PTFO the whole drive. Yeah. And then the second I get there, they're both like, what? And they're all super excited, and they wake up, and they're looking out, and Baxter's like freaking out. They totally know.
1: They know they're they, home. They
0: know that they're yeah. They know that my parents are about to see them, and you know they love because they lived there both of them for a long, long time. Yeah. So yeah,
1: that is amazing. Their memories. I know. Yeah. So what do you think are the the truly unique attributes of Chihuahua? So you talked about <laughs> loving them because they're little and rodent like, and like aesthetically, it's obvious how they're different. But yeah, having spent a lot of time with two of them and and time with other yeah. dogs, what do you think is truly unique to
0: them? I mean, they're just they're so hilarious. Like they are psychos. Like they have <laughs> they have such strong personalities in a way that I think a lot of bigger dogs don't develop. They they have like tiny dog syndrome. They're so funny. I mean, one time, okay, so one time Ken was taking out Rat in the front yard, and I, you know how you know all their little sounds? Like, every squeak or bark or whatever it is, I know exactly what they need. I know if that's, like, a what's that sound bark, or, like, I'm hungry. Like, I know a hungry bark. I know a thirsty whine. Like, I know all of it. (laughs) I spend a lot of time with my dogs. (laughs) So Uh, thirsty bark. (laughs) Yeah, no, truly. It's like a, um, I'm the Chihuahua whisperer. So Ken's taking Rat out in the front yard and I heard her make a bark that was like another dog was there. So I panicked because it was like a panic bark. Yeah. So I panicked and went outside because Rat has a lot of trouble walking because she's older. So she doesn't, we don't take her out on a leash. We just set her down on the grass in my front yard.
1: Because she's not going to go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Because she's like, teet- you know, she can hardly, she always looks like a drunk pirate at all times.
1: <laughs> so he,
0: So I know that she's not on a leash. I was like, oh no. So I panicked and like opened the door to like peek and see what was happening. And Baxter like sensed my panic and just Bolted out of the house, like out of the house, no leash, no nothing, like a bat out of hell. Because there was a pit bull, who's like a a dog that we know in my neighborhood, um, that Rat had seen and was barking at. And Baxter just started circling this pit bull like at a hundred miles an hour, (laughs) just barking and snarling. And not like attacking him, just like circling him, like intimidating him. Yeah. Yeah. Like to protect Rat. And I was like, oh my God, like it's just hilarious. They're so... They're just hilarious. They have no idea how small they are and how pathetic they are and how fragile they are. And they're just hilarious. And like when I'm sick, both of my dogs absolutely adore Ken more than anything. Like they think he is the man. But the second I'm sick, the two of them, who don't get along by the way, sit next to each other like on my stomach, like while I'm laying on the couch suffering. And if he comes near me, it's like, Ha-ha-ha! like snarling, <laughs> like teeth are bared. Like they're so protective. And they're just, they're hilarious to watch in a way that a lot of big dogs are more like lumbering like chihuahuas are just nuts they're little nut bags and it's hilarious
1: yeah yeah in uh, for listener context this is a uh, Ken napsack who I oh, yeah, co-host sports <laughs> center with yeah. the, your your partner yes, yeah, yeah and he told me that one day i think i was uh, you know we we I came to his place to do our our Star Wars podcast. It's like, uh, how are things going? It's like, oh, Grace isn't feeling well. And I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying to help her, but the, the Chihuahuas are upset. Yeah. Oh no, they turn into
0: like crazy guard dogs. It's it's hilarious. They're yeah. such a joy. Yeah. I so, mean, poor Ken, but I really enjoy it.
1: <laughs> I totally understand the the fierceness, the not knowing their size. Yeah, they're which tiny is but mighty. Kind of inspiring because it can be looked yeah. at as like. You're delusional. That other dog could swallow you whole. But it's also like, well, maybe size doesn't matter. World,
0: yeah. Size matters not. Yeah. There's a lesson we can all learn from here.
1: Yeah, but they're also like extremely loving and fiercely loyal, right?
0: Yeah, they're so snuggly. Like I think they both think that they're people, and they're just. (laughs) I love being able to like carry one under one arm and one under the other arm. You know, just. And they're just funny. They have very expressive faces and they, you know, they have these giant, they just look like little Yodas. They have yeah. these huge ears and these gigantic, ridiculous eyeballs. Like, <laughs> they're just hilarious. They they bring me so much joy on such a daily basis. I love them.
1: In all these years of loving Chihuahuas and Yoda, I didn't really connect. <laughs> maybe that's really? aesthetically what I'm responding to. Oh, my yeah, God. That's Rat amazing. looks so much
0: like Yoda. If Rat was green, she would be Yoda. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. That is so amazing. Yeah. yeah I think maybe just because, you know, uh, I relate a certain amount of snarling to chihuahuas because yeah. that's accurate <laughs> nico was fierce uh, oh yeah yeah when he had to be uh he had a we would try to warn the the vets oh that, like <laughs> you have to be extra careful with him like you're like i'm it's really sorry chihuahua. i know and you're like mm-hmm, okay, all right. all right so i'm curious if this is a chihuahua like uh, habit or technique or if this is something nico developed so the thing that he would do to vets is uh he wouldn't bite them and he would do that to the to us as well. So he he would bite, but he wouldn't chomp down. He
0: does, like, the little, like, gummy, like, ah.
1: Yeah, the rapid yeah. movement that <laughs> yeah, serrates totally. gloves. Yeah, yes.
0: totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they'll do that when they're getting their uh, their nails trimmed. They'll do that at the vet. They'll do that, really, if any scenario comes up that they want to do that, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, like Baxter is totally, I mean, Baxter has bitten Ken before. Okay. Like, like a little like, vampire bite. Okay, really? Yeah, which of course I feel terrible about, but it's like when they when again when I'm sick, he just gets yeah. so upset and he's like, "Nobody's touching her." And he's yeah, he, they turn into <laughs> demons and it's hilarious.
1: So, if you're out of town or if you're off doing a, a gig and Ken is taking care of the Chihuahuas, are they right. starting to make a secondary bond to him where they Oh, no, they're, they like him? they're
0: like Ken is daddy. Like they're okay. obsessed with him. It's just but it's also at the end of the day, they know. Okay. You know who the number one is. So exactly. there's
1: a hierarchy, though. There's though. a hierarchy. If Ken it's a, it's was a sick and somebody else, like if Ken was sick and I came and tried to help him, they would yeah. attack me.
0: I don't think they would. Okay. I don't. I think that, that I think that's only me because when Ken, I think like a couple years ago, he had some wisdom teeth removed. Yeah. And so I, he came over and was on my couch like dead, and and they didn't, they were not like they were definitely like, oh, like he's not feeling good. But when I came over, they were like, oh hey, like there was no, <laughs> they weren't protective of him at all. <laughs> don't tell him I said.
1: That. <laughs> eh, whatever you can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, so I have I have seen your child in a stroller. Is that correct? I didn't <laughs> make this up in a beautiful fever dream.
0: You, it, it, what it That's a great dream. To have it and is. yes you have definitely seen them in a stroller <laughs> yes yes okay
1: so uh along the stroller lines maybe we'll talk about the stroller more but do you do you dress the traumas up
0: well okay well first of all the stroller is first of all ken got that for me so talk to him okay i didn't purchase my own stroller so <laughs> i can't really like be blamed but rad has a lot of trouble walking she yeah. has she's real uh she's just real unsteady on her feet and it's really sweet like and she's not in pain she's yeah. doing really well but She does have a lot of trouble walking. And Baxter, on the other hand, is Mr. Psycho. He's really, truly built like a horse. He just wants to run around and jump around. Like, he can just jump. He can... He's a crazy acrobat. Okay. So their physical personalities could not be further from one another. Like, Rat is truly Bilbo Baggins. Like, wants to be napping (laughs) in her bed, lounging. And Baxter's like... So Ken got the stroller so that we could have Rat. And so she could be getting sunlight and fresh air. But then we could still be walking Baxter. Yeah. So it's like... A way to kind of bring her along because we were feeling bad when we would walk Baxter without her. So, you know, it's like a whole thing. But also, like, side note, it's literally the best thing ever. I'm yeah, obsessed with it. I'm like, how did really we ever cute. live? And everywhere we go, <laughs> people are like, oh, my God, where did you get that stroller? And I'm like, I know, right? So that's the thing with a stroller. Also, I put Rat in sweaters because she legitimately loves them, A, and B, does get really, really cold. Okay. Like, with them, you can tell when you touch their ears how cold they are. And sometimes she's like... Because she always shiver, but she'll, like I can tell when she's shivering when she's actually really, really cold. Like yeah. right now, like in this moment, she's wearing a hoodie because I know <laughs> that it's a little nippy out and she needs it. So, But Baxter doesn't go in the stroller unless we're going like inside somewhere because okay. he's a demon dog who will attack people. Um, And uh, he doesn't, like when you put a sweater on rat, she literally is like, yeah, girl. Like, you know that she loves it. She's an but when you put it on, <laughs> and then, But when you put it on Baxter, he's kind of like his face is a little like. We doing this? Like, for real?
1: he feels that animal shame? Like, I don't know if I'm placing that on animals or if they truly do feel like, I feel stupid. No, I think he feels
0: stupid. I think he's like, for real? Like, come on. So he doesn't (laughs) get sweaters, but Rat doesn't. But he's also bigger and, you know, male. I assume that they run warmer because I feel like human males run warmer, so... Yeah. He doesn't get sweaters. I although I would love it.
1: Okay. I should have I should have asked this uh up front. Are they long hair or short hair? They're both short hair. Very short hair. Okay. He's
0: she's like vacillates between like two and a half and three pounds. Okay. And he's like five and five and a half. Okay. And he's like super dense. He's like all muscle. <laughs> like he's so great. Like he literally is like a little bulldog.
1: I'm just picturing an actual cartoon now of just like this ripped fucking kihuahua. Yeah, he
0: is. And then when he gets mad, he like puts his chest out and he's like mm. and you're like shit, like I would not fuck with you like he's intense
1: okay so so it is for cold on rat right sometimes for fun and experimentation for baxter (laughs) yeah uh do you put fun stuff on them on purpose do you like dress them up for halloween is it is it
0: oh i for
1: fun or is it just for warmth
0: well it's a it's a happy marriage between the two because (laughs) rat needs a sweater and i love fashion so it's like a great thing for both of us to find a happy medium i tried once to do uh, Halloween costumes, it did not work out. I got Ratsy Little uh, T Rex. Oh, um, and I got the extra, extra small. It was still too big for her. And she literally looked at me like she was, it was like, it was almost like tears were running down her cheeks. It was so <laughs> dramatic. So I was like, okay, I get it. So we snapped a quick photo and then <laughs> didn- never did it again. And that was it. She was miserable. You, yeah. You could but see it I But I thoroughly eyes. enjoyed those like two and a half minutes.
1: Was it the actual way the the t-rex costume fit or do you think on some level she could sense like
0: maybe both.
1: are you using me for instagram
0: i mean to be fair she did have a giant <laughs> t-rex head like <laughs> velcroed on her tiny little yoda face so i can understand why that was maybe not super comfortable yeah uh but i think i think they know i mean she really did look at me like I look ridiculous. I yeah. am very uncomfortable, and I was like, "Okay, fine."
1: Yeah, I I can relate to that because I feel like if a giant from another species just approached me and put a T Rex head on, I'm like normally I'd be happy to wear this, but but
0: I am also like, "Come, on. I mean, okay, like take a picture and then let's call it a day."
1: So I understood. Uh, so I read up on Wikipedia about Chihuahuas to see how much of my
0: various oh God, like opinions and wait. thoughts
1: were like just my opinions or thoughts or if they'd be... uh, Or if they
0: were true on the Bible that is Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah,
1: true according to Wikipedia. But one interesting phrase I found was, uh, small dogs such as Chihuahuas were uh, also used as living hot water bottles during illness or injury.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God, that's so accurate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and this is talking about um, records of uh, Chihuahuas uh, uh, in their relationship with Aztec people.
0: Oh, my gosh, Um, totally.
1: Yeah, and that really... uh, rang true for me oh, like absolutely. i would get home earlier than everyone in the family and uh i would watch batman the animated series and it would be cold Naturally. in the winter because i lived in minnesota yeah so and a I little
0: would, cold just a little, a a little, little
1: cold yeah so uh and there was like a radiator in in the floor kind of thing in the middle of our living room which is not good design but it was sure. great for heat uh <laughs> so i would like make a little cocoon with the blanket and then nico would be like he would look and be like, I He's sense like, this. Yeah. And he man. would come and yeah. And then oh, yeah. Would...
0: They're real burrowers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, rat is like, I mean, because dogs tend, I think a normal dog temperature is like 112, 114 anyway. Okay. Um. So, but she's, I mean, she's like 100 degrees. Like, I force her to spoon me when I'm cold. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Wikipedia gets a thumbs up on that one. That's okay. very accurate.
1: And you never have to, do you ever have feel like you need to encourage them or are they always there when you need a hot water bottle animal?
0: Oh no they're they're true lap dogs like okay. the second the second i sit on my couch Rat is right at my feet, whining because she's too small to jump on the couch. Okay. Baxter can, but she can't. Like they, and they're so pumped. Like they're just like, oh, finally snuggles. Like they love it, which is great because I'm always freezing. So I'm like, yay, awesome. So we we cocoon ourselves all the time.
1: Are they competitive about the snuggles or about the? Uh, do they have set locations? Like, do you have <laughs> like, all right, we're sitting down, we're watching television, we know all of our locations.
0: Oh no, it's totally. I mean, again, my house is definitely a matriarchy. Like rat runs that show so if she doesn't like where baxter is she just yells at him which is just this exact very rhythmic and she kind of has like this weird like nine-year-old smoker bark so she's just like and she'll just do it i mean i'm talking forever until he moves. okay and now he you know he's figured it out now he knows yeah so now if he (laughs) she just yeah and sometimes it's like he could be over there and she's just like i don't like that and she'll just yell at him so she gets first dibs and then he he's like gets but he's a. I mean he's literally a prairie dog like he can completely bury himself we always joke that he looks like Luke Skywalker because he always puts like a hoodie but- on because he like buries himself in his blankets and then his head pops up so he's like fine whereas she's she gets first dibs
1: okay that's awesome well I'm glad that they have their sort of dynamic <laughs> so neither is chased away from the burrowing opportunities uh this is kind of a weird question but uh I right? ask a lot of weird questions have you ever made a different life choice because of Chihuahuas?
0: Oh, sure. I mean, even just like where I live, like a a, a large part of where I got the house that I'm in now is because it has a little yard.
1: Okay, so it's Chihuahua friendly.
0: Yeah, it's Chihuahua friendly. And a lot of places in LA, it's hard to find dog friendly. Most Like everybody's like, cats are fine, which is hilarious to me because cats are like stinky and awkward. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I love cats, but I'm like, what? As like a landlord, I'm like, huh? Um, But so so to have it be dog friendly, a to have two dog friendly, fine. Yeah, and then to get a yard, it's like I've basically struck you know gold in L.A. like real estate. So so yeah, for sure.
1: You have an apartment,
0: right? I have a house. You have a house. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it's like a standalone. Okay, it's and then a, it
1: has an independent little. Yeah, event. it's
0: technically. It used to be one big gigantic house, and they <clears> kind of like split it down the middle. So I guess it's technically uh, like a duplex. Okay, I guess. Cool. So, yeah. All right.
1: So, like practical life choices, you've probably made a million about like what time to go home and what kind of food to get oh, and all that. Like, God.
0: you mean like? Oh, it's like having. Yeah, I mean, I guess not like having kids because hopefully you're not like okay, see in six <laughs> hours. But um, this is why I don't get. Oh yeah, it's a it's. I literally, I have girlfriends right now who are about to try to start to get pregnant and I'm yeah. like get a fucking dog first man like you <laughs> Make sure can it's for sleep until noon like you don't have you don't have to go home for 16 hours if you don't want to like yeah my, I have to be home and I'm you know they're I've spoiled the shit out of them like I'm not gone for like they're not alone for more than four hours because okay. I just don't want that for them like I don't want yeah. them to be like I have to go potty you know what I mean so so, yeah, I, I see. I didn't even I'm so used to it. I didn't even think of that when you asked that. But yeah, yeah. they run the show. They're assholes.
1: <laughs> Do you ever have dog sitters when you talk about being like because sometimes for yeah, work you have to Ken. be. OK. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have Ken now. Uh, <laughs> d- but Before Ken, did you ever did you ever trust anyone to look in on them or did you really <laughs> s- structure your life so it was like you're only gone for four hours?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of life structuring. It's a lot of running to and fro, like running home, running yeah. back to work, running home, running back to work um i've tried having friends do it before and it ended in utter catastrophe <laughs> like i have these two like for instance my my sweet sweet girlfriend emma who loves the who this was before i had baxter who loves rat rat loves her and one time i was like hey i'm gonna bribe you with a bottle of wine and 20 bucks can you take out rat at like four o'clock today because i yeah. can't make it home, you know whatever um, and I cut up little pieces of cheese because Rat loves cheese because, you know, who doesn't love cheese? <laughs> His and name I'd... is Rat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I cut up little pieces of cheese and I was like, if she gives you a hard time, just like bait her with the cheese because she's obsessed with food. She's okay. the, just the, I mean, she would just gorge herself to death if I let her. Um, so I was like, you can bait her with the cheese, whatever. So I have in my bedroom, I have nightstands that are kind of these like very cool kind of. I don't know, like geometric, like kind of mid-century yeah. metal end table things. And they're essentially with like these geometric shapes can kind of be like a cage. Okay. If you think about it in terms of a Chihuahua size. So Rat had a complete meltdown, wouldn't let Emma pick her up, wouldn't let Emma take her out. She ended up eating the whole bag of cheese and Emma still <laughs> couldn't get her because she barricaded herself under the nightstand and like caged herself in. and was like, no. And Emma was giving her all the cheese and she never... Never went out because she was like, "I'm not doing it. Like, you're not my mom." So it's just like, ugh, I don't just know a pain if in the ass.
1: Ever related to a dog more? Like, <laughs> I want to stay indoors and I will eat all, and eat all the cheese. cheese. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I said, she's living her best life. Yeah,
1: man, that's good. All right, so you have a clear sense of the how the Chawas are small in stature but large in spirit, and you you even <laughs> yeah. said that you can relate to that a little bit. Have you – do you think you've ever internalized that Chihuahua life perspective to <laughs> to sort of empower yourself and make a life decision that way of like, I'm going to be a Chihuahua about this. I'm like, Rat wouldn't put up with this. I'm not going to – Oh, gonna, man.
0: Like- I'm going to make that T-shirt immediately. Like, Rat wouldn't put up with this. You know, I've never thought about it consciously. Maybe subconsciously though because – you know, there's so many lessons to be learned from chihuahuas. Because <laughs> I lo- I love, and I know it's like oh, of course you do, but Beverly Hills Chihuahua oh, is the okay. cutest film. It is so cute. I can't even tell you. It's like this little chihuahua and a German shepherd, and they make friends. It's adorable.
1: It's on my list to watch.
0: Oh my gosh, it's it's so cute. It's just cute. It's great. Um, but there, I think, oh no, it is the first one because I think there's like four now. Okay. God bless them. (laughs) But they literally like sing this little song about being, not a song, but it's like a chant when they meet all the other like desert chihuahuas about being tiny but mighty. And I'm like, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe subconsciously we could, I mean, I can definitely be embodying Baxter's aggression more (laughs) in everyday (laughs) life with my gusto for life. (laughs) That's awesome. That's hilarious.
1: Uh, how do you feel about the way the world perceives chihuahuas because i think that they are definitely like uh my mind works its way from doing comedy for so many years like y- y- if you have like a main topic like dogs then you have a drop down menu of which are the funny ones like chihuahuas yeah. i legitimately love them but they're also like if you want to make a joke about a dog a chihuahua is a go-to joke <laughs> yeah do you feel like the way that people react to them is uh, this is weird but respectful do you feel like you like the way the world looks at chihuahuas or do you feel like the world is not <laughs> respecting chihuahuas enough.
0: First of all, just thank you for finally bringing up chihuahua rights. So, uh, this is big, big stuff. You know, I don't I don't blame. I don't know that chihuahuas have a great reputation. Yeah. But I can understand that because <laughs> chihuahuas are shivery. They are kind of yappy. They are super high maintenance and silly. Uh, so I think that it's maybe not as respectful as I would like. But I get it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, Baxter's an asshole. Like, Baxter barks all the time at everything all day long. It drives me <laughs> insane. Like, sometimes I have to take him so where he can't see out the window. Because in my house, my living room window is, like, the whole wall. So okay. he just looks out into the world and yells at it all day long. <laughs> and some days, because I'm usually, you know, I'm typically working from home. So I'm like, you, I can't. Like, yeah. we, we gotta. So I have to, like, put him where he can't see it sometimes. So I get it. You know, she always do kind of live up to all of their uh, legendary behavior. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the way I feel about it. I understand the sort of big dog, small dog divide. Like, I yeah. understand that there are people who love, like, the big dog who is very straightforward and just wants to lick everything and, you know, <laughs> smell every crotch in the right. friendliest yeah. way possible and great. And I really like the little neurotic ones who just feel like,
0: yeah. I have a lot
1: of things I'm working through. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah,
0: I can relate to the neuroses <laughs> for sure.
1: That's, a, that's my preference. Uh, you mentioned Beverly Hills Chihuahua. In general, do you feel like you like the way Chihuahuas are presented in pop culture? Like,
0: I mean, it's super. I feel like it's super. It's either Beverly Hills Chihuahua or Taco Bell. Yeah. So it's it's not. <laughs> I don't know that it show. Like, I wish that there could be a character. And maybe I'm missing it. But I wish there was like a really like, friendly, old, wise, like, loving little cuddly Chihuahua. Yeah. Because that's so rad. Like, she's just – she's super chill and just – they're so loving. And, I mean, Baxter will literally go like this and, like, climb up my chest and, like, put his two paws right here so his <laughs> his nose is right by my nose and he'll just stare into your eyes and just love you. And, he, like, I swear he's just looking at me and he's like, Mom, you're so pretty and I just love you and you're so nice. Like, they're just so full of love. Yeah. So I wish they could get a little bit of that because I feel like it's – Spoiled Beverly Hills Chihuahua, which again I get it, or it's the fucking Taco Bell commercials from hundred years ago. So yeah, it's like, okay.
1: And then there's Ren and Stimpy, which was a big deal. Ren oh, from yeah, Ren that's Stimpy, true. But, I forgot about that. But that was I don't definitely not. Like <laughs> yeah. No, that was definitely not. Not a with great love.
0: stamp of approval. Yeah.
1: No, no, and that I mean that came out when I had Nico in, in Sam the cat, and Sam was <laughs> Nico's orange. Like so, I don't so, know.
0: Like, this yeah. Is like, is this
1: cartoon about? <laughs> how do they know about my pets? Uh, but yeah, but you're right that that really loving. Loyal. I want to burrow. I want to be next to you. I want to defend you. That loyalty has not been celebrated in pop culture. Damn it! I'm going to change it. My next seven spec scripts (laughs) be loyal chihuahuas. We're going to cast (laughs) that. If you uh, could telepathically actually fully communicate with your chihuahuas, what do you think that would be like? If you could say words in your mind, they would hear them, and you would hear words back from your chihuahuas. What do you think you might hear?
0: Oh, my God. I mean, I think – I mean, first of all, I would just cry uncontrollably because I'd be like, (laughs) I love you so much. You're so wonderful. You're so wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. But I think that – oh, my God. I mean, I think I I probably have it down pretty pat. Like, Rat's a super mama's girl. She's real sassy. She crosses her paws like this a lot. (laughs) You know, I think it would just – because, like, Rat's voice whenever we're, like, doing VO for her is just very much, like – okay like i'm just not really into that like she has this very like sassy attitude and baxter we call him sergeant baxy and he's always just like okay uh we're doing the rounds uh, gotta file some reports you know so i think it would be really similar to that but i think that they would probably i think they the first thing they'd be is be like you know that i don't sound like that right mom like i'd be like okay but it's funny right so yeah oh my god so I, I would get notes. <laughs> yeah, I'd get notes on, because I think that sometimes they look at me and they're just like, okay, mom, because we have like full conversations. It's, it's you a real fun. The dogs. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's also I'm awesome. home with that. It's like the three of us alone together a lot of the time. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah,
1: okay. it's,
0: it's a little sad sometimes. And when I realize I'm like, oh, we're having full conversations. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll be like, well, Baxter, should we make a salad or should we make soup? And then I'll, like, realize that I said it out loud. And I'm like, I got to get out more. Like, I can go for a walk.
1: So how would you feel if Baxter suddenly said in your, your head, soup?
0: Oh, my God. It'd be my dream. Yeah. I wish that they could talk to us. Yeah. Like, out loud and not just my made-up conversations because that's kind of crazy. But, but it
1: sounds like you're pretty close to having that level of bond.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so – again, their eyeballs are 90% of their face. So, it's, like, so <laughs> expressive. It's so funny to watch them.
1: Uh, would you ever want to be a Chihuahua? Like, oh, even if it was just, yeah. like, a uh, like a wear thing where you turned into one?
0: Uh, are you kidding me? Dude, the best – rat is living the best life of all time i would want to be my chihuahua hands down (laughs) like she sleeps in a huge king-size bed every night gets like vegan grain-free dog food and like treats every day she has a wardrobe that rivals mine she has a stroller i mean yeah
1: okay so you want a freaky friday your own dog it sounds like
0: (laughs) (laughs) i want a freaky friday rat's life so bad oh my god what a dream
1: All right, let's move on to our how obsessed are you questions. Oh, no. Do you think about Chihuahuas every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, I have to, yeah. But do you think about them? Obviously, you think about your own dogs and taking care of them and and enjoying uh, their presence and everything. But do you think about Chihuahuas as a larger concept?
0: I mean, I think so because... I mean, because I don't, I don't have any interest in children. I don't like children. I don't want children. Okay, I think they're just awful. <laughs> like truly, I have no interest. Um, so they are kind of like our kid. Like when. Like, again, when we when we talk about, like, our family, like, Ken and I, we say, like, our family. Yeah. Like, and when we say that, we both mean the four of us. Yeah. Like, that's the family. Like, that's the family unit. So, yeah, I think so for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: I totally understand that. I was told from a young age that pets are a part of the family. Yeah. I was in Catholic grade school. Oh, uh, no. Like, I think it was uh, first, second, and third grade. Half of first, second, and third grade. And I can't remember what grade I was in. But we had basically a crossword puzzle of important words. And they're all religious stuff, not a crossword puzzle. It was a scramble, okay. unscramble. And it was like important words. So it was like Bible Confession. and Jesus. <laughs> and it was like OGD. And it's was like, oh, it's dog. Oh, and they, because that's they're a part of the family. And I think like mother was in there too. And then I handed it in. And, there, and the teacher was like, how did you? It's God, you little idiot. How did you get dog? It's every other child. And you were got like, "Cause God. my
0: priorities are right, sir," and you stormed out. No,
1: it was just like it just was. That like, is the it most so precious
0: story I've ever heard in my life. You were like, "Look, I'm really happy about the afterlife, but like, have you met Nico? Have
1: you met dogs? They're pretty great. I understand everything you're telling me about God. He that sounds is awesome precious. too. But have you thought about dogs? Uh, so I totally relate to that. When people walk into your home, can they tell you live with Chihuahuas, even if they aren't there right now? <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, mostly because this is what you'll hear immediately is ha it's just like just ignore them, just ignore them. Hello, welcome. So yeah, they definitely know. They may know even if they just walk by my home. Okay, they may not have to even come in they could right. probably hear it.
1: If the Chihuahuas were out and about if Ken was walking them in the stroller uh, but somebody else was coming over to see you
0: it,
1: <laughs> are there like pictures of them on the wall? are they is there you know like little plaque that says this is a chihuahua home or <laughs> anything like that?
0: Like, beware of the chihuahuas. No, first of all, the mental image of Ken just solitarily walking them in the stroller is truly just the most beautiful thought. But secondly, yeah, I mean, because they have a lot of beds and they have a lot of toys. So, yeah. But no, there's not, like, dog paraphernalia. You know, like, I don't have, like, a, like, chihuahua mama bumper sticker on my car or anything <laughs> like that shit. But yeah, but they definitely, you know, because there's, they have two beds in the living room and then they and then they have, Two beds upstairs, and then they have like 49 toys. So yeah, I mean, you would definitely, you'll definitely like trip over all the. Dog you'll know toys. that two
1: small dogs are there, but you wouldn't yeah. necessarily know that they're Chihuahuas. Would there be? So there's no you would think specific that have, like a evidence. bit Like
0: a Chihuahuas or like chinchillas or (laughs) guinea pig, like some very tiny creatures. Their beds are so tiny because they're so ridiculously tiny dogs. They're just like like I can't even tell you. At least once a day, every day, I ask them how are they a dog. I'm like, how are you a dog? (laughs) You're so tiny. Like I don't, my brain can't get it after all these years because they're just. I mean, rat is the size of a football. She weighs two and a half pounds. Wow! Can you imagine her in the wild? What a dream.
1: Yeah, that's insane. It's amazing that they exist.
0: I don't know how, yeah, I mean, like I said, I want to die and come back as rat because she's living just the, she really hit the jackpot. man,
1: that sounds great. I got distracted for a second (laughs) from even doing a podcast, (laughs) thinking about being a chihuahua. Would you ever get a chihuahua tattoo?
0: No, (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, no, no.
1: Is that because you're not a tattoo person or is there a chihuahua Mm -hmm. line?
0: I think there's a chihuahua line. No, I have several tattoos. I love tattoos, but I don't. I can't imagine one. I'm I'm too much of like an artsy person. If there was like a cool, like minimalist, like way I could do it. But I don't think there could be. And I'm not going to get like, I saw like, I know that like Demi Lovato has like a tattoo of her dog on it. And when I okay. saw it, I was like, that looks dumb. That's a <laughs> dumb tattoo. Like, and I love her and I love dogs. But I was just like, ah, that's not for me.
1: Okay, so you want things that are like. Symbols or letters or yeah, like, like I even... have a lot of
0: words on my body, like in okay. like different languages. Like I love like you know that kind of stuff. Like I wouldn't just want like a cartoon chihuahua on my back. Like just that too would be...
1: representational.
0: It's just yeah, it's just too it's too on the nose, and <laughs> I like I don't know like I don't I, I wouldn't want to. I mean, they're obviously going to live forever, but I would—I I don't think I would want to see that if they didn't yeah, live forever. Yeah. I, like, I want to remember them differently than on my body every day. Because yeah, on yeah. my body is so, like, you know, the, the stuff, like, my tattoos are so personal and are so, like, me. It'd be weird to have, and then my dog, you know? It's, like, <laughs> my life message and then my Chihuahua. Like, not that they're not equally yeah. as important, but just not maybe on my body.
1: Okay, yeah. So it's about the idea (laughs) Watch
0: next week. I'm like, look what I got. (laughs)
1: Well, would you do it if it was words? If somebody designed like a tattoo that was just like Rat and Baxter, the names, and it was like aesthetically pleasing to you, would that be a way to commemorate them? Or is it just like a line (laughs) of like, tattoos are for big life messages in my dogs or two other sentient beings I live my life with?
0: Yeah, I think it's like, uh, yeah, it's like the same... Also, I don't know how how cute you can make Ratsy and Baxter on an adult body. Like, what's Ratsy and Baxter? I'm like, my dad's like, yeah. yeah. I just don't know that there's a way to. Yeah, I would think that you it. like
1: served in the military, and those are <laughs> two of the people. Yeah, from the unit. like, and I
0: feel bad. Like, people are like, mom, you know, and then yeah. I'm over here like Ratsy Bean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm open to it if there's you know maybe a cool design I could do. But, okay, but I probably. But I don't not a first choice. Happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That makes sense.
1: Would you ever write a poem or have you written a poem about chihuahuas?
0: Uh, First of all, no, I haven't. Second of all, that's the first thing I'm going to do when I get home today. Because that's <laughs> genius and I need that in my life. And then I can frame it. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, oh, that's such a sweet poem. Is that for like a family member who passed away? And I'm like, no, it's for my dogs. They're both alive. <laughs> Just right. really make it real clear the psychoses people are dealing with when they come into my home.
1: <laughs> Let them know right away what they're in for <laughs> along with the chihuahua barking. Would you have a Chihuahua-themed birthday party?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. That's a great idea. What would you
1: want that to be? Would you want everyone to be dressed as Chihuahuas? Everyone has to bring a Chihuahua. Like,
0: oh my, that, I mean, that's truly my dream. Oh my God, Chihuahua puppies? Ugh! I can't. Yeah. I mean, Rat could literally fit in my hand when I had her. Like, she's so tiny. I had at my birthday party last year, I got, I ordered stickers of Rat's face. Okay. Um, And those were a big hit at the party. Uh, so we could, like, take that a step further. Like, I don't know. I mean, ideally, best case scenario, I absolutely want a birthday where everybody has to bring a chihuahua. Yeah. That's... A new bucket list item, I think. Okay,
1: that's cool. Yeah, sometimes people have reservations about bringing their obsession <laughs> to their birthday party, but this seems this makes sense because like they're part of your life. Like, Especially because yeah.
0: I might have it at Smokehouse, so it's like I'm just like you guys are fine with like 40 chihuahuas, right? Cool. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? <laughs> well, it's a cocktail jazz chihuahua bar. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> all my favorite things in one.
1: <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, if a chihuahua, a random one, not not one of your chihuahuas. Developed super intelligence and ran for president. Would you vote for the Chihuahua?
0: I mean, absolutely. And also, nothing could be worse than what we have now. So, absolutely,
1: it's a hard time. For that me dog could get funding, funding right <laughs> now.
0: Like people would be like, "Yeah, man, like you have my vote." Yeah,
1: it's a crowded field of Democratic nominees, including <laughs> a hyper intelligent Chihuahua. It's got some really good that's points amazing. on the issues. It's
0: not even a write-in. She's like an actual nom. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So, for I sure. mean,
1: yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I think most people listening to this podcast know I would vote for a piece of lint uh, for president oh. over a current president. But <laughs> so super intelligent uh, Chihuahua, I guess knowing that Chihuahuas do have these mix of personality traits, do you feel like those personality traits of fierce loyalty but a little bit of neurotic, a little bit paranoid, do you think uh, all of those combine to make... A good president. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: the more you say it, I'm like, oh, are you describing me perfectly? Great. Um, I think there'd be some good qualities. I think the I think you're right, the paranoia might we might run into some some roadblocks with that. I mean, Baxter literally is so jumpy. It's just like calm. Down, Yeah. Like, we like joke every day that we need to get him like CBD oil because it's like, dude, you gotta, like, you're gonna give everyone in this house a heart attack because he's so like, and he's so fast and agile. So. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's pros and cons. Okay. You know? Yeah. I would probably still vote for the Chihuahua over Lint, and certainly over the current situation. But yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's the logical order. The current situation, <laughs> I don't Lint Chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. That's the proper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, current situation beyond on the bottom, just for clarity. There, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're at a party with friends and someone started saying negative things about Chihuahuas, how would you handle it?
0: Oh well, is it my friend who's saying it?
1: You know this person, yeah, yeah. Like
0: friends or like an acquaintance? Let's I need say you a to Paint a vivid yeah. picture. Okay,
1: it's it's a party of friends, a place that you would normally feel comfortable, and someone saying. <laughs> Just kind of like, ah, they're they're overrated. People think they're so cute, and they're, but they're I'd just be like, get the and annoying. I'd like, get the fuck out of
0: my party right now. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. No, I don't. Yeah. I would definitely stick up for the Chihuahua breed because yeah. they're very special and not recognized very often for their special things yeah but i would love to know see now i'm like well who would say that like why would they <laughs>
1: you're turning it into a murder mystery yeah. who's the <laughs> it's asshole it's like a full who clue i'm this? like was
0: it perry i knew it <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, i'm not thinking of any uh, any mutual of friends or acquaintances no uh, i
0: totally would i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm not shy with my opinions. yeah
1: so. you are not a, I ask this i've started to ask this question differently because i just used to ask people would you get mad or would you yell and some people are just like I don't yell and other people are like yes <laughs> I yell so I'm curious about like so you of course would you're someone who's happy to speak your mind so sure. you would you would try to engage and say they're awesome what's yeah. you hear some awesome things if the person doubled down and was just being negative in terms of like the the how obsessed are you metrics how far would you take it do you oh. think would you lose your temper and like go maybe farther than you wanted to oh god no you
0: it's borderline impossible to offend me in any way like i'm okay. an actor like i don't have feelings you know what i mean <laughs> so I, I think if somebody really doubled down I'd be like you're coming over tomorrow i need you to spend 12 hours with rat and you tell me that you are not 100 wrong after yeah. those 12 hours because she is the best
1: right you watch this matriarchal chihuahua eat cheese <laughs> you tell
0: me that's not the cutest thing you've ever seen
1: <laughs> okay fair enough all right uh would you want to have an entirely chihuahua themed wardrobe where almost everything in your wardrobe has chihuahuas on it in some way.
0: No, because I feel like that has like a strange like people at Walmart kind of vibe to it, which is not my jam. Although I do have, I think, one, I do have one tank top that I was given to a gift for me, to me a hundred years ago. It yeah. has a chihuahua, just a chihuahua head on it. Like yeah. an actual, not a cartoon, but like a, like a photograph like of a chihuahua Like an actual photo head, yeah. of a chihuahua. Which is just so random and hilarious because it doesn't even say like Taco Bell. Like it's just a chihuahua. Head. And it's like the whole shirt. It's not like up here like the logo. It's just like a whole big thing. Yeah. Uh, so I do have that, which I love to wear because people are like, "Is that rat?" Right? And I'm like, "Clearly it's not. All chihuahuas are not the same. <laughs> it's uh, just a chihuahua." But yeah, but so I have that, but no, I would not I would not want to do a chihuahua themed. If if it's her hoodies then, you know, yeah, we could go that direction.
1: But this is similar to the tattoos. It doesn't have anything to do with your love. It's just the different ways of expressing it.
0: Right, yeah. Like, I like I wouldn't want to aesthetically express it, I guess. Yeah, because I mean... Cause I'm so...
1: Yeah, you're so what? My,
0: my, like, my sense of style is very developed. Like, I wouldn't just be like, here's a Chihuahua t-shirt. Okay. You no. Know? Unless it's the one that I have, which... Yeah.
1: Is- How, do you want to have stuff... Do you have stuff around the house? I guess I already asked this, but you don't have Chihuahua stuff. You don't, like, have, like, a chihuahua bobblehead or you oh know, god no a bookmark with a chihuahua on it you don't have like chihuahua <laughs> merch
0: no i don't have any <laughs> <laughs> i should mostly just Ratsy doesn't approve or something because like yeah. that, that's hilarious um no i don't know i'm not i'm not like a tchotchkes person i'm a real like minimalist person i also have very masculine taste i like a lot of like grays and blacks and whites um and i love you know design and style like i love all that stuff so i wouldn't I don't have anything like that that would, like, interrupt the vibe that I'm going with. But I do – the only thing that I do have that's kind of like that in my downstairs bathroom, I have um, a framed above the door – if you're inside the bathroom, above the door, I have framed a picture of a cartoon bat. Okay. Because bats also look a lot like chihuahuas. I don't oh, know if you yeah. read the book Stella Luna when you were little. I did not. Oh, my God. It's literally rat. And it's like this adorable, really sweet little precious book that I grew up reading. Um, and it's about a little bat named Stella Luna. And so it's like a little piece of art. You know, it's like a greeting card size of, uh, of a bat. So I had that. And I got it because I was like, oh, my God, it's rat. Yeah. And I framed it and hung it in my house. Like, I don't have <laughs> pictures of my family or loved ones in my home. But you
1: have a bat But I that do have a cartoon like bat
0: in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is awesome. It's my
0: one little chihuahua merch.
1: If aliens uh, visited Earth and you were the human who got to greet them, you were assigned to greet them, <laughs> oh, would you bring your chihuahuas with you? For, oh, So the sure. aliens got, like, a full picture of human society.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd probably... I'd, ha- I'd have to give them the speech that I give everybody when somebody comes to my house. I'm like, just ignore them. And then 10 minutes later, we'll say hello. Because the first 10 minutes, they're just like, who are you and what are you doing? You know, you just got to ignore them. And then eventually, they're they're like very friendly. So I'd have to give them a 10-minute warning. But totally.
1: Do you think that would be a good way to greet aliens? To be no. say like, look, I'm friendly, but the, the dogs need They'd to... would be like,
0: God, that's loud. Oh, we got to go. <laughs> It'd be terrible.
1: Well, in a way, that might be good if,
0: <laughs> I'm if like, the aliens are at all hostile. I'll sick my, sw- my chihuahuas on you if you don't <laughs> bounce.
1: Fair enough. Uh, This is the last how obsessed are you question. So if you're walking your chihuahuas or uh, they're in the stroller, let's say, uh, and a bear walked by (gasps) and grabbed the stroller. Bear's not doing anything violent to the chihuahuas, but just started, just took the stroller from you. Would you go after the stroller?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've had... The whole, like, superhuman strength thing that, like, parents talk about yeah. is such a real thing. And I, I – oh, oh, my God. I would – zero hesitation. Yeah. I mean, I – sometimes I get nervous because Baxter, again, was raised by my mom and they live out in the middle of nowhere. So he's not – he has absolutely no fear or concept of cars. because Because right. he's not walked around cars. He lives in, in the wilderness. So him coming to L.A., he, like, gives no fucks. Like, he'll just walk <laughs> into the street and it makes me really nervous. Yeah. And it makes me really nervous because literally at the end of the day, like, I would – I know in my bones I would walk in front of a car to, to like, save my dogs. Yeah. So, a bear.
1: Yeah, you would punch yeah. that bear oh, in yeah. the face. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I mean, I notorious. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, there's truly nothing I hate more in the world than insects. Like, I... It's a real... It's a problem. Okay. I really hate them. It's, it's a problem. And I live in Burbank where there's black fucking widows. Wow. And... Just could not be further from my jam. Like, it's just a whole lot of nope, nope, nope. And I've literally, there's been times, again, Rats real unsteady on her feet, where she has been in my front yard kind of, you know, tottering around to go potty. And and I'm aware of where the Black Widows are at night because they come out at night. You know, I get it sprayed and all that, but it's yeah. like, there's only so much you can do. But the
1: black widows love your yard.
0: Yeah, well, it's like a Burbank thing. Like, when okay. I moved to Birmingham, people were like, look out for the widows. I was like, okay, sure thing, weirdo. And then I was like, what the fuck's with all the black widows? <laughs> like, nobody told me this seriously. It's miserable. Yeah. When it's warm, they really, it's like, so, you know. So now I have, like, this hyper sense that I'm like, Ugh. I can, like, spot them anywhere. And people are like, how did you find that? And I'm like, because I'm so nervous because they that could really hurt my dog yeah um but anyway so she's like tottering around and i'm like seeing her start to lose her footing and i i, I kid you not i was probably 15 feet away and i saw her trip and start to roll into a black widow web and she was sitting right there like oh. yeah and i was like get out of here she love and i mean i literally in just 0. 0.0002 seconds had scooped her up and like completely saved her life and like risked my life with that Black Widow bullshit. (laughs) And I mean, I didn't even think twice. And I mean, I hate, like, I'm such a baby when it comes to butt. But it's like, you come near my dogs, I would absolutely, like, I would bare hands, like, fight she love for sure okay wow like That's i'm getting really huffy cool. thinking about it right now i'm like <laughs> god damn it, fucking. i know i
1: always ask the bear question and you know it comes off in different ways depending on the obsession but like this one is like <laughs> the, they're living beings that oh, you yeah. are dedicated to protecting
0: yeah and they're yeah. and they're especially rat. i mean she's just the definition of helpless yeah like, she really she can't do shit she can't go upstairs yeah like she's so tiny and she's just dainty. Like she's always been just really dainty. Like she's just a little like, you know, <laughs> she just needs a lot of attention.
1: Fair enough. Uh, I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What kind oh, of no. noise uh, can you make?
0: Uh, that's the noise. Every time I see a dog anywhere, this happens. I don't know what this is. These means. are little paws? Yeah, I the guess it's a little paws. paws like, and I've always done this. And it's just, oh, <laughs> and that's it. That, and I do that in public to people yeah. I don't know.
1: So that voice, uh, to me, it evokes small little cute things, like yeah. unbelievably yeah. small, but it also has a, a level of alarm. What is that? <laughs>
0: oh. I think it's because it's like, it's so cute. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm just like,
1: oh, okay, I right?
0: just want squish it, you know, because <laughs> I just get so excited. Like when I meet dogs that I feel bad because then I realize that I'm like, who's a good boy? What's your name? Who are you? And yeah. I'm like, oh, hi. Sorry. Is it okay if I speak to your animal that you're walking about going about your day and i'm yeah. over here just like Grr.
1: it is like sort of a cute overwhelm
0: yeah yeah oh that's a great way to yeah. put it yeah
1: which I, and i think that does happen i've, I've other friends in fact way back uh, a friend of mine from minneapolis a very very funny actor uh d- did an episode about tiny things oh yeah because there's just some what? there's a power to like
0: oh it's the best it's a donut, but it's tiny. Oh my god! Right? Oh, <laughs> uh, when there's it's not anything and tiny, anything tiny donut. is rat sized. Yeah, which I realize is not a universal term. Like people who don't know me or rat don't know what I'm. When talking you say rat size,
1: people will think that you're just talking about an actual rat.
0: Well, which they're like what? pretty close to your dog. They're like, okay, yeah, and I'm like, I have to. That's so in my vernacular that I yeah. have to remember when I'm in mi- mixed company that that's not an actual term in the world. But yeah. like anything tiny, like this little, like that's a little rat. This size.
1: little squirrel guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have everyone rate their obsession. So oh. on a scale of, uh, how old did you say uh, Rat was? 15?
0: She's turning 15 this year. Yeah. 15.
1: All right. So on a scale of one to 15, oh, 15 God. being the highest, one being the lowest, how obsessed are you with Chihuahuas?
0: <laughs> okay. I, I'll. I would say 14.
1: 14. Okay.
0: Only because, I mean, I probably should say 15. You're like looking at me like, did you hear everything no, you I'm just said? No, I'm very, very day? curious
1: to see <laughs> your rationale.
0: Only because I do, there are moments when I, oh my God, let's see, this is so sad. There are moments when I know that they are dogs and not humans. Yes. And so that's why I'm giving it a 14. <laughs> but as I'm saying that, I'm like, it's a 15, Grace. You've got to go home.
1: There, there are moments where you know they are not human.
0: <laughs> does speak to the more I think about it, the more sad I get. It,
1: it does seem like it should be the other way, way around. Where like there are moments where they seem human versus there are moments where I remember.
0: This has been a really Very eye-opening uh, episode for me, Joseph. Thank you for uh, no, bringing I mean, all this to the surface.
1: <laughs> I love doing this podcast because a everybody interprets uh, obsession differently, but also it changes based on the topic. And these are yeah. living beings that you've lived your life with, that yeah. you are in charge of. Yeah. So I don't. Th- I think this is different than like. I love stamps from the year 1937 <laughs> and I would kill a bear if it took my Some guys like yeah.
0: stamps are awesome. Shut up, Joseph.
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure. I, I can't believe I haven't done a stamp. You got to have episode. him on next week. Yeah. But I'm everybody has different levels and for different reasons and all that, but for me, uh, I feel like a living thing is different than a non-living thing.
0: Okay. Good. See. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, that's right. Yeah.
1: So I think yeah. you, you can go all all the way to fifteen. I, don't, <laughs> I think you if you want to that's fine.
0: I mean I think honestly like blanket statement like I'm so I'm I love animals so much yeah. like so I would like I'm obsessed with all animals like literally like when I see raccoons or possums like out in the wild I lose my it's the same it's like. <laughs> Like I just I can't and I'll do it like mid conversation like I don't give a fuck like even with like again in mixed company I can't it's like a reflex I can't control yeah so yeah so. Like 14 and 15, I think, is a, is a healthy, solid, uh, okay, truthful response in the mystery
1: space between 14 and 15. Why is <laughs> Grace's obsession? Uh, all right, uh, quick plugs, uh, where can people find you, and anything else you want to plug besides social media stuff?
0: Oh, sure, yeah, you guys can find me online everywhere at Mrs. Graceface. Um, I get a lot of tweets about this. I'm not married. I've never been married. I just like fucking with people. Find me at Mrs. Grace (laughs) Face. Um, I have a pilot coming out, I think, later this year on Apple TV with Octavia Spencer, which is very exciting. Awesome. Um, I don't think we have an official, uh, premiere date yet, but I have that coming up. That's the only thing that I've already shot that hasn't come out yet. Okay. Uh, so I'll plug that. And, uh, and yeah. And I, I potentially have some news coming that I can't say yet, but I will tease it mysteriously to annoy people and that's
1: always share fun. when i
0: can yeah. yeah
1: so is this uh apple tv is this an exclusive on if you have an apple tv kind of thing is this apple trying to get into the subscriber wars
0: you know i don't i think it's gonna be more of like a network thing because i know because reese witherspoon is my producer and she had a deal with apple tv to do three series with them that all went straight to series okay with like huge i mean like the show that i did is with lizzie kaplan and with uh Aaron, what's his face? That's a terrible way to say who it is, but <laughs> my brain is dead. I understand. Um, so it's like, a, it's going to be, I think it's kind of like a Netflix Hulu kind of scenario. Okay. I don't think it's only uh, like subscriber based. Okay, cool. I also might have just completely pulled that out of my ass because I don't know anything. So uh, we'll see, but <laughs> I don't think so. It's I think It's so like hard to
1: know right now. Everything is such a mess. I, know. I It's so
0: many things. Yeah. Are,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I've had some meetings with some companies who are just like, so if this went forward, what would it be for? And they're like... We don't know. <laughs> uh, we're just going to make some stuff, and it'll go I somewhere. Know.
0: Like, I feel like YouTube now has, like, three different subscriptions, and I'm like, they pop up at me, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't know. It's too, it's confusing. Yeah. Go away.
1: Do you want to be a YouTube tube red human? Yeah, like, there's, what like, red, and about? then there's,
0: like, live now or something? Yeah, I, they might I have be, no idea. I, uh, I don't know if I'm just, like, a crotchety old lady. Like, what are all these YouTube things?
1: (laughs) It is understandable. Uh, Here are some quick plugs uh, for this show, and then we'll do our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host uh, with Jennifer Landa and Ken Namsok, the uh, other Chihuahua Whisperer uh, that is called <laughs> Force <laughs> Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. And with that, let's move on to our final questions. Uh, if you suddenly sprouted wings and could fly anywhere, where would you fly?
0: Oh, Paris.
1: Paris, okay. Is this a a place you've visited a lot or a place you want to visit?
0: No, I've never been to Europe. Oh. Like wow. sadly enough. I just have never been able to do it. Uh no, but I've been teaching myself French for a while, so I would love to oh, cool. experiment with that. It's also a very I love Parisian fashion and it's close to Milan and uh, yeah, that'd be a good like place to to drop into yeah, and fly yeah, to. F-
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a very Parisian entrance. Very- <laughs> like, I have wings now.
0: Just like casually with one <laughs> Just, chihuahua you know, under each arm.
1: I have wings now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've went to. i been to Paris once uh, with my wife who's been yeah. there multiple times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I
0: know. I know, her and I have talked about it. I'm so jealous.
1: She's very lucky uh, and, and speaks French much better than uh, she allows herself to admit <gasps> in my opinion.
0: Oh, good she's to just know. just like I can
1: barely get by, but like we went there and we're like the hotel concierge was asking a bunch of questions, and you're just like, yeah, and well, Sarah hey. it was like <laughs> speaking in French, oh, it's uh, so, so hot. like very fast, and then yeah, turned I, to me and was, was like, great. it
0: was great French just then. It was great. <laughs> I could see you in been practicing. <laughs>
1: oh, I have, to. Yeah, <laughs> annoying, obnoxious French. Um, but then she turned to me and was like, "Does that sound okay?" And I had to be like, "I don't and know, like, what, I don't you know said. what
0: you said." <laughs> That's a baller move. Like, oh, I'm not very good at it. And then yeah. to just have a full conversation. What a baller. She
1: claims it was simple. She's great. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully you can fly to Paris uh, on wings of your own. Here's the other question. If you were a wizard who could shoot something out of your hands, what would you want to shoot out of your hands?
0: Uh, well, first of all, I would for sure be a witch. And second of all, I would for sure shoot fire. Because okay, that's enough. my jam. <laughs>
1: uh, you would be a fire witch.
0: I'd be a fire <laughs> Yeah, I'd be a fire witch, yeah. Wow,
1: you were fast with the fire. Have you thought about this before?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: You, you've pictured fire flames coming out of your yeah, hands. Yeah,
0: because it's just like, what's cooler? Because you know how, the, how fire like licks, you know, like yeah. flames are very sensual. Dance and, around. And, yeah, 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 exactly. They're, it's very, that, like that'd be so badass. Plus I have such red, you know, I have bright red hair. Yeah. So it'd be like, just, duh. I literally have the word fire tattooed onto my body. So. Okay, so you're ready I'm a to big go. fan of of, yeah.
1: Yeah, would it? be like you put your hand out and there's a constant beam of fire or would yeah. you like chuck fireballs i
0: think i would have both of the abilities like okay. i could like just shoot it out like scarlet witch style sort of or i could kind of like build it up and then throw it if i want
1: <laughs> you've really thought about this i've really thought that was about this. perfectly mine <laughs> you're like i'm Doing using a lot of the witch work power for my witch powers Fire from the core of my being.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Throw it at anything. I'm learning a lot about myself as we do this podcast.
1: (laughs) The final question for everyone on the podcast is, what is happiness?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I'm glad we went from uh, witch fire to what is the meaning of life? What is happiness? Yeah. Like, what is my definition? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Um, I'm like, Chihuahuas? No. Um, I think... I think I've actually touched on this briefly on maybe a couple other things, but I think that for, I think happiness is to find your, I don't want to say like meaning or purpose, but you know, find what, you know, no pun intended, what fires you up yeah and then use the shit out of it. Like take the potential that you have and just burn it up. Like don't waste it. Don't be wondering. Like whatever just like is your jam. Like for me, it really is acting which is miserable because acting is a horrible life to choose. (laughs) But it's like that it really is the core of like where my joy is. So it's like I have to go after it and I have to like do it. So it's like you got to find what that is for you. And I'm lucky that I found that young. But whatever it is, you got to find it and you got to do the shit out of it. Yeah. Like you don't don't do anything lukewarm. Whatever your purpose is or whatever the meaning of whatever – Whatever you thought you think that you were put on this earth to do, you have to find it specifically and you have to go for it a thousand percent because the process of doing it, that's where the joy is yeah. Like in the journey of like, you know, what? like acting is super fucking miserable. But the only thing I hate more than acting is not acting. OK, so I'm I find joy in in the day to day struggle for that because I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And that it- can change. You know, life can be flexible. But whatever it is, you got to find it and you got to just do it. You got to dive in and just like dig your claws in.
1: Yeah, nice.
0: I'd say that's happiness for me.
1: So for you, I'm curious about the the process. Like yeah. do say you acting. find acting is a, a terrible life? And oh. you know, obviously you have to like pound the pavement and go to a million auditions and deal with like a lot of bullshit. Oh, yeah. Do you find the joy when you, you get a role in your onset, in your acting? Are you, are you feeling the joy in the moment or are you saying that, even when you're going through all of the crappy parts you feel a certain level of happiness because you know you're in the you're in the middle of it you're doing the thing you're supposed to be doing
0: yeah i think there's a lot of i think for me personally my biggest fear in life is unfulfilled potential like yeah. i can't that's why i couldn't quit acting today because i'd always be like oh but what if so it's like once I get to that day where it's like if I didn't do it tomorrow, I'd be okay with it, then it's time to find a new passion. But, yeah, I mean, like if I were to go to a bank and be like, I got a job idea. I want you to give me a loan. This is the pitch. They'd be like, that's fucking insane. I'm not giving you a loan. You know what I mean? Like acting is super stupid. It's yeah. like 99% input for like point zero 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 two output. Um, so, yeah, you definitely got to really dig deep for that. Like you, it really has to be in you. <laughs> like, yeah. Which it's – because it is – it can be really, really hard to find the joy, but when I'm on a set, that being on a set for me is, specifically for me as well, a television set, yeah. is the center of the universe. Like there's, n- like you will never, I wish everybody could meet me and see me and interact with me when I'm on a set doing what I love because it's just the best grace. Yeah. Because it's just like 100 proof grace. It's just me in my element doing what I'm best at, doing what I love the most. So the the joy that is being on set is so, you know, you, you really do have to hold on to it and make it last for a long time. But I wish, you know, it's just because it's like people are like, oh, yeah, you got to audition. That sucks. It's like. No, like I've sacrificed, like the sacrifice is yeah. so, it's like I've missed weddings, like I've missed bachelorettes, like I haven't been able to be there for things because I couldn't go financially or because I was filming something. And yeah. I can't not. Or you just you have know, to even
1: take a chance on an audition, right? Yeah. Sometimes well, you absolutely. have to miss something for the possibility oh, of it. And the I've thing. gotten
0: fired from so many jobs because I book a job and they're like, well, that's too long. You can't be gone that long. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So it's like you've sacrificed you know a day job job history so it's like god forbid if one day i'm like fucking i'm not doing this anymore they'd be like well what have you been doing the past 20 years and i'd be like acting they'd be like so what does that have to do with accounting and i'd be like nothing i don't know you know what i mean so it's like those kinds of things those like larger questions you know because it's like my day job job history is real fucked up and real all over the yeah. place and most of the time i've gotten fired because i can book a job and they're like you can't be gone that long And i'm like okay yeah yeah
1: Yeah, well, it's really cool to describe it that way to not only find your passion, but also be sure to sort of... empty yourself out like make exactly. sure that you use that's the, all, everything great, you have that's
0: what i was trying to find in my mumbling
1: yeah. no that was great that was a uh, very passionate and uh, inspiring <laughs> so oh good yeah thank I'm you like, very much for sharing
0: chihuahuas it. and acting <laughs>
1: <laughs> perfect thank you so much for doing the podcast
0: oh no thank you so much for having me i started to talk your ear off about chihuahuas oh, so what great. a joy for it's me so and so terrible great. for you
1: <laughs> no it's wonderful i don't get good, to talk good. about chihuahuas enough so i know perfect.
0: it should be more normal in everyday conversation I'm i mean it is at my house.
1: All right. I'm going to start just bringing it up more. You can come over any time
0: and just talk about it with Ken and I. We would love that. All
1: right. It's a date.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
1: That is our podcast.
0: You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Um, okay, so, Mom, uh, I saw there was a squirrel, and then uh, I saw a possum, and then he ran across the, the road, so then I, I had to follow it away, and then I had to go upstairs and no my taxes, and then I was barking, and then uh, Ratsy was yelling at me because I took her toy, and so then I had to run around, and I had to bark some more, and then I fell off the couch because I got too excited, and then I was running around, and then Rat barked at me some more, and then I had to take a nap, and then I got sleepy, and then I had to bark some more, and it was a really big day, Mom, and I miss you, and I love you.